Okay, hello and welcome to the August 2015 Codec Call with me, Andy Brown, and Matthew Holt. Both of us from Codec Moments. How are you doing, Matthew? I'm not bad. How is everyone out there? Very good, I hope. Yeah, so do I. Why am I answering? You're asking them. I know. And I can't hear them either, so... <laughs> it's cause you I'm didn't... glad you answered. It's because you didn't bring any headphones. I know, and I apologise for that, because this will probably come across quite weird later on. And uh, the one thing I hadn't thought about when I told you to get as uncomfortably close to the microphone... As if I do likewise, I've got a beard. Watch out for scratchy sounds. <laughs> so, Matt, what have you been up to? What, what have you been up to this week? What have you been up to this week? Um, well, it's the summer games drought. So, from a, a gaming point of view, because I won't bore you with all the work stuff I've been doing, um, it's kind of been finishing off all that stuff I've had on the hard drive for the last couple of months that I've never got around to doing. Um, things like uh, Never Alone that we got on... PS Plus a few months back, and if you've been via the website, you'll know that Sev reviewed it last year. Great little game, a little Eskimo girl and her Arctic fox having some adventures in the snow and ice. Really good, nice and short. Um, I've played Peacefall, which is the Sheffield Hallam PlayStation-sponsored the, game, which is the Tetris like Yeah, it's like a 3D Tetris-y type game. Quite short, nice and neat, but 99 pence on the PSN. You cannot argue with that value. It's a cracking little game, especially considering it's coming from a group of students at a university rather than a fully-fledged studio. And there's something else I've been playing, which I can't remember what it is at this point in time. It's obviously <laughs> occupied me that much. Oh, Drive Club. I got back to Drive Club, um, especially with the end of the season pass now. So everything is there. And um, it's been hellish, I'll have to say, trying to catch up with some of that <laughs> DLC because the, the tour mode gently breaks you into it. The uh, rest of it is horrific. I've been playing Journey because I thought it was about time I did, and it was on offer. Um, which is fabulous. Awesome game. Really impressed with it. Um, and that's about it, really, other than, other than Angry Birds 2 on my mobile, <laughs> which I got in trouble for earlier because, you know, apparently I should be sociable when there's people around. <laughs> um, I've got to also throw in, I, I've said I haven't played a lot, and then I've just remembered I've done like a Jurassic World. Several games. <laughs> and um, GTA 5. I started doing GTA 5 again because I found a really nice map app on the Android store. Brilliant. Um, completely unofficial. Um, I can't remember the name of the developer who's done it. Just search for GTA 5 map. It's fantastic, though. Logs all your process, progress. Um, you tick things off as you're going through. Really nicely done. Really functional. Um, best use of a companion app I've seen in quite a long while. Nice. It's even prompted me to think about writing an article on companion apps. But that's for something different. <laughs> right, okay. Let's crack on with the podcast. Do it. Okay, so now it's time for Codec Momentum, and it's that part of the podcast where we are trying to convince you to pick up a game that's in your pile of shame, hashtag pile of shame, and finish it. Just nail it. Do whatever you have to do. Get it done. Get it off the pile of shame and report back to us for the next podcast. Yeah, get through that story mode, that thing that you put down halfway through because Batman arrived. It's time to finish those games off. Definitely. Matt, If you, anything. Anything at all, what, what would it be? It's got to be Borderlands, the pre-sequel from the Handsome Collection because it turned up, I was having a lot of fun with it and then we hit that point of the year where all the big lengthy games arrived like The Witcher, like Batman, as I've already mentioned. Um, they're just stuff that got in the way and I haven't got backgrounds playing it. And I need to. 
It's had a massive patch since I last played it as well, which apparently sorted a load of frame rate issues out and other things which I never noticed were a problem in the first place, but loads to get done on that. And uh, for me, it's got to be Wolfenstein the Old Blood. Oh, good because choice. I hit a point where I was just in one massive battle um, with some of those big, you know, powered robot things and a whole bunch of other guys um, where I'd been sneakily stealthing it about and then realised that no, I've got to go loud. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, hit hit a bit of a wall with it, as I said, and, and I've not been back since because Batman came out, and I think it's time for me to go back and finish that one off. So, if you want to take part, if there's anything that you're going to finish, why don't you drop us a tweet and use the hashtag, hashtag Codec Momentum. You want to go one stage further, and you think there's a game, actually, that I'm not just going to finish it, I'm going to absolutely annihilate it, I'm going to platinum it then you can use the hashtag platinum pledge yes yeah we've not used that one in a long while it's about time it came back um and i think we're going to work out we, we're going to get some gifts we'll get something for people who are who are participating which we'll we'll let you know about in the next podcast but there will be if you're uh, if you're willing to take on the challenge then we will reward you yes definitely for a platinum it deserves oh, it. certainly for a platinum you know, the, the ding's good but not as good as a real life a double present. ding oh yeah <laughs> Oh, the you, double ding. You take you, the double ding. I want ma- I want physical stuff. You materialistic son of a... Anyway, right. <laughs> Moving on. WTF. What's that, fellas? Okay, WTF. It's our sideways look at the news. It does need a better tagline. Yes, and if you've got any ideas, we're more than open to them. Um, but wait till we get to the end of the section and then tell <laughs> us if it's worth it or not. Okay, so there's two... There's two... Well, three... Two are linked, one isn't, one's just weird. Uh, there are two news stories this week that have really, really piqued my interest. The first one is a callback to a couple of months ago, I think it was it was around about this time last year, actually, when a guy who was called Michael Jordan, awesome, excellent, no relation, took four months to get Doom running on a Canon printer. You know one of the ones with the little tiny LCD screens? That's pretty amazing. Got Doom running on a Canon printer. Um... So the guy was basically looking to expose the security flaws in this internet of things that we have. Um, He noticed that the particular printer, the hardware wasn't secured when you could access it remotely. And he thought, well, actually, if I can fool it into installing Doom and running Doom, and that's what he did. He basically had the Doom, you know, the demo from the shareware version. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's lost yeah, many run, hours on that Running one. on the screen. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so that was pretty cool. And then this week, what's really amused me, is there's a team of people who've got Half-Life to run on a smartwatch. Oh, brilliant. Now, to be quite honest, it doesn't blow you away because the frame rate is practically nil. It's pretty bad. But if if it's Half-Life on a smartwatch, I'd go with that. But it does make you think, what does the future hold? What what technology are we going to be able to install which games on? Yeah. Because I quite like I quite like the idea. I'm using a Zoom H6n. Uh, audio recorder for this segment. If Zoom wants to, you know, send me anything for the plug, I'd be more than more than happy. But uh, okay. the, they're not going to. But I'd quite like to run sound shapes on my Zoom H6n. I could see that working. I reckon. I reckon you could do that. I reckon you could jump using the volume switch. I reckon you could move left and right using the uh, the menu select. Would you? But what about something like Super Mario Brothers on your fridge? I'd entertain the kids not, at tea time, not, wouldn't it? Not on my fridge. Well, it's not, not a smart on your fridge, fridge, but no. 
Well, it's smart food. I mean, we're already in that point where we've got PlayStation now is on TVs in the UK now. It has finally hit and it's landed on the Sony Bravia series. So you can play the streaming games, but yeah, why not get it on some of the other devices? There's tons out there. If you've got any idea what game you would like to see on which device, let us know. Uh, tweet us at Codec Moments or drop us a line on Facebook. Now that third story, I know we've we've whipped through the first two. <laughs> this one is just bizarre. It's just a bit creepy. Okay, so the, the Interactive Architecture Lab at UCL um, have developed a climbing frame that will hunt children. Now, before this gets too creepy, we <laughs> love the idea behind it that it means kids will be able to play in open spaces without having fixed equipment. It's brilliant. But to say it hunts children, <laughs> who who was thinking of this? It's well that that's the BBC that's the BBC News's take on it was you know climbing frame that hunts children going onto ucl's website it's almost as bad it's roaming robot at the park which that, yeah makes it sound a bit like a curb crawler um <laughs> so it's called it's called a morph it's a mobile reconfigurable polyhedra it's basically an octahedral robot which can roam around parks and interact with the public and their environments and the idea was that it would basically seek out children to play with rather than being fixed at any location you see, I, I like the idea. I like the idea of using the technology to provide something a little bit more interactive. Yes, no, I like that. I think it's it's quite cool in a way, slightly sinister. But my thought is, you know, at the in the evening, at the end of the day, when the children aren't in the park, and the people probably doing the uh, more sinister, child the less things, yeah, the the less Christian activities. Where are you going to find? The climbing frame. Well, could they double up as wardens or security guards? You're programming the sunset. They get flashlights and batons and things like that. I don't know. <laughs> Dual use. Maybe. What if they're hackable? Internet of things. We what could run what? Doom on it. Yeah. <laughs> A real life version of Doom. With them as the monsters. Do you know what? If, if you're involved in the Interactive Architecture Lab at UCL, or you have any information at all, about the roaming robot climbing frame, I'd love to hear from you. Please contact us. Yeah, I think it's getting some bad press at the moment. Like it's a belting idea. Yeah, I'll be honest. You know, climbing frame that hunts children Just sounds wrong. a bit sinister. It's time for another Codec Call quiz. So one of the new features that we're introducing to the Codec Call podcast is a quiz. So one show, I might put it together, and the next show, I'll probably put it together. And the show after that would, again, probably the onus will fall on me. But occasionally Matt may do one. Hashtag just saying. What I've got this time, because we're doing uh, a little bit about some game, Metal Gear something, Phantom thing. State. Yeah. Sausage. Solid. Metal, Solid. Metal Gear Sausage. Why not? The interesting one. So, because we're doing a thing about the Phantom Pain, I do really know about it. I'm only teasing. I thought I would do the Metal Gear Solid Trophy Cabinet Challenge. I'm dreading this. Oh, it's good, Matthew. I'm going to read out a trophy name to you. Okay, and okay. what I want you to do is I want you to tell me what that trophy is for. Oh, and you know, bonus points if you can. I want you to tell me which game it's from. I'll try. That's oh yeah, I'll try. Come on, 
Let's do it. Okay. Well, seeing as we were talking about um, a predatory climbing frame earlier in the podcast, why don't we try sexting? Sexting. Sexting is the trophy for sending ocel not ocelot sorry otacon the photo of the guard in his pants in metal gear solid 2 tanker chapter very good spot on well done okay if i only get one right that'll do <laughs> okay problem solved series over problem solved series over oh is that is that for killing ocelot in mgs3 it is for creating the Ocelot Time Paradox in in uh, Snake Eater. Yes, well oh. How about... Try and find a good one. The Legendary Hero. The Legendary Hero. Oh, you know what? No idea. Is it something to do with Big Boss? It's actually the Platinum from MGS4. No, I got nowhere near that in that game. Okay, uh, you enjoy all the killing. That's why. You enjoy all the killing. That's why. Mm, is this something to do with the the walk of shame up the river with the sorrow in Snake Eater? No, it's actually for killing so many people in one area that you throw up as Snake in Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh. Mm. Oh, I didn't even know you could do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um... Let's pick one. Oh, don't you have anything else to do with your time? This, this, it is a question. It's not. Oh, it's, oh you didn't yeah. want me to leave the room. No. no um, don't you have anything else to do with your time? This could be virtually anything in any game of Hideo Kojima's, whether you're shooting seagulls or now chopping up melons. I, I, this is a big clue. I need a clue. I've been with you when you've done this trophy. And the, and the trophy popped on screen while we were doing it. <laughs> well, uh, it's from Peace Walker. Peace Walker. Is it finding Hideo Kojima in the back of a truck? No, that, oh. was, that was that was the imaginatively titled Hideo Kojima. Oh no, it was it was actually for rolling a hundred times or more in a single mission. <laughs> yes, I, I don't do have anything better we to do, do with my time. <laughs> we we did actually spend twenty minutes, I think, just rolling around <laughs> yes, in co op until that trophy dinged. Um, yeah, and do you know I'm not even going to bother with the uh, Ground Zeroes one because they're all boring, boring, boring title names. But the one thing I have noticed, mm -hmm. and we'll come back to it, is the the platinums are very dull names. There's no imagination there. I'm finding that a lot of games are, and I suspect that that's leading you somewhere. Maybe. 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 Yeah, quite hard for those trophy names. That's good, though. Yeah. I'm impressed. Well, right. I'm surprised I got two. <laughs> MGS2, what's, what's the platinum title? Let's see if we can do it the other way around. Oh, MGS2, platinum title. Um, Well done, you've completed MGS2. No, extremely solid. Uh, uh, well, it is, but yeah, it could be a bit more exciting than that. I mean, even if it's European, extremely solid, it might have been better. Yes. Um, three. Snake Eater. Snake Eaten. Snake Eaten. Oh, so oh, close. Oh, so close. Uh, so we did four. Legendary Hero. Peace Walker. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Pe peaceful. Vic Boss. Vic Boss. Mm. Vic Boss. Vic Boss. Now, I know we finished that in co-op. Yeah. 
we did an awful lot of the story, the background stuff, the side missions. Yeah. What does Vic mean? Is it better than Big? <laughs> Maybe. Move on. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll fact check it later and drop it in as if we were actually having the conversation. Okay, and obviously, though it's non-canon, uh, possibly my favourite platinum title, mm-hmm. um, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Revengeance. How do you mean it? Revengeance? Revengeance? Revengeance. 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 Is that the actual name of the Platinum Trophy? That is. That is, yeah. That is Revengeance. Actual, yeah, re- Revengeance, yeah. We need a better, better Platinum Trophy title for uh, MGS5, The Phantom Pain. We do. Well, perhaps, perhaps I have some incentive right here. Matthew, uh, in preparation for this show, I may not have written as much material as I needed to, but I did actually order something from Amazon. Oh. Um, and I have here a set of Metal Gear Solid themed shot glasses. Oh, oh wow. So I, I want them. So there's three Metal Gear Solid uh, 25th anniversary shot glasses here. Check out the webpage for a photograph <laughs> of them. They're, They're awesome. awesome. They are awesome. Um, so one's got the MSF logo on, one has the Foxhound logo on, and one's got Snake in a Box on it. Uh, so if you want these, you can have them. But what you have to do is come up with a decent title for the Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain Platinum Trophy. Easy. Simple as that. Then you're going to tweet us? Tweet us, Facebook. Email? Email, phone call. Whichever way you want to get in touch. Okay. Skywrite it. Skywrite it. Actually, I tell you what, if anybody goes the length of skywriting, I don't care if it's a boring title, you've won. Simple as that. Uh, but you can tweet us at Codec Moments. Search for Codec Moments on Facebook. Um, or email contact hyphen us at codecmoments.com. Glad you knew that. And uh, you can give out your number for the text message because uh, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, yeah, seven, nine, eight, seven. Don't text us. But seriously, skywriting, if you um, if you do it over the east of Sheffield, I should see it. It'll be fine. And, um, and that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to win, if you want to win Metal Gear Solid shot glasses, is this microphone getting lower? I think, I think it is. Excuse me, this is incredibly unprofessional. If you want to win uh, Metal Gear Solid themed shot glasses, then get in touch with us and let us know what the Platinum Trophy for the Phantom Pain should be called. So speaking of the Phantom Pain, Matt. Yes. We've been uh, we've been reviewing some of the gameplay footage, and we're quite excited about this. So uh, a couple of months ago, we in fact our very first podcast, I think, was a thought shower about the Phantom Pain and, and the crazy theories that we had about it. Yes. So some of them are looking like they might be true. Some of them are looking like we were well off. Um, yeah, I think we knew we were well off with some of them. Um, as much as I want it to be true, but. Quiet really being Chico is probably not going to be true. That would have been awesome. It would have been awesome. And if you really want to know what that is about, just search the site for um, Thought Shower and mm-hmm. you will find it probably the second or third hit. What about Raiden being a playable character voiced by Aston Kutcher? Because I remember that was one of our predictions. I, I think there's a slim chance, but it, it, it stayed slim. Okay. Stayed slim, unfortunately, especially with Hideo being removed from the titles. Otherwise, I think you'd have been issuing. Yeah, Aston, obviously, Hideo is a great fan of Aston Kutcher's work. So uh, if, if Hideo or Aston are listening and uh, want to get in touch to comment, then that'd be great. But on to the gameplay. Okay. So we'll not cover the story today. We spent, um, we spent about an hour and a half doing that before. Gameplay wise, we've been treated to a lot of footage after E3. And 
it's just looking phenomenal. The point we're recording this, we're a month away from release. And I never lost interest in it, but I wasn't as excited as I have been about other games that are coming up. And an hour and a half's worth of E3 footage showing how you can approach situations, how how variable the game is. There's nothing else I want this year now. Just so, that game. So, I mean, we'd all seen the sections with the, the various boxes that you can use and the, the decoys and the camouflage in that, that respect. Yeah. Um, and then the, the Fulton recovery of vehicles. Using oh, ve- vehicles, mounted, mounted machine guns, mortars, people, pretty much anything that's not nailed down can be Fulton recovered and taken off to Mother Base. But ultimately, whilst it's an expansion, it was there in Peace Walker. What we're getting now with what we've seen is all of these different gadgets and capabilities coming together and showing you how you use them in a mission and the buddies that you can take into the missions with you. So whether you decide that you want some support from your faithful dog, whether you want quiet in there with you, whether you want unknown characters, I'm sure there are more that you'll be able to open up and what you can actually do with them in game is phenomenal so give us some examples of, of that. Then. I was watching uh, an infiltration, and in the main video, if you head to um, Konami's YouTube page, they've got um, the main E3 presentation that they did, and then they've got an alternate infiltration, they call it. And there's four different ways that they've done it after the main E3 presentation. One of these, they take quiet in with them. They're attempting to capture a Spetsnaz officer in the middle of a building out in Afghanistan, um, some light resistance in the area. So they work out how they're going to set the things up and um, plan it in advance and decide what equipment they're taking in. With quiet, they decide to do it stealthy, no kills, make the way into the compound. So you've got a sniper support, you've got yourself working your way in. Snake works his way in. It's pretty standard fare, to be honest, most of the way through. It's sneaking between bushes and behind rocks and making sure you're not spotted. But then hitting the point where the Spetsnaz commander is, who's briefing three other soldiers in a bit of a courtyard area that you can't really sneak up on. And you can't get four shots off in time to take all four down and, and you know, sneak in and bolting him out of the area. So how do you do it? You pull out a sleep grenade. You throw it round a corner and quiet snipes it out of the air so it bounces to land in front of the commander, <laughs> takes them all down. Show off. That's what it is. It's that kind of thing. I saw him pull the sleep grenade out, and I thought, oh, yeah, cracking idea. Just chuck that over to them. Nope. Sniper support out of the air. And it's that kind of integration with the buddies that you bring into the missions that I'm really excited about. It gives you some more options, given the tons of options that you've already got with the other gadgets you've taken in. So is there is there another scenario that plays out? Oh, my my favourite one, because I'm a bit sadistic when it comes to Metal Gear Solid, it was using the box, so it's taking the box, but um, obviously the developers, they know the game inside out. The actual area was tweaked to provide a decent E3 demonstration. They were quite freely admitting that, which I presume means there's a few less soldiers. But uh, one of the options that they use is climbing into the cardboard box in the middle of a roadway, quite a distance from the camp, and then diving out of the cardboard box when the when an approaching jeep arrives with three soldiers on it. Stops dead. Two of the soldiers get out to go and investigate. One stays behind with the jeep. So you sneak round to the soldier who's remaining by the jeep, plant some C4 on his back, and then disappear off. Let them get in the jeep, go to the meeting with the Spetsnaz commander, and boom. 
Awesome. C4 on the back, which was a favourite trick in the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, and to see just that that carry through of techniques that you'd have learned 25 years ago into the current games, but just done with style. It's it's looking like you're never going to get bored. And the five scenarios that I watched through were all on the same area of or small area of the map, all with the same um, soldier positions, all with the same people and equipment being mixed up each time and that mix of lethal non-lethal um you could you know snipe from a distance airstrike your way in all sorts of different options it's fantastic it sounds like a callback to the last code call podcast that we did which was about hitman and the new game that's coming there and it's basically that idea that you can take one level one area and turn it into a sandbox and the things that you can do the ways that you can approach things and and that real you can just play with it really play with it it's the replayability and it's that freedom and the you know a couple of the demos the the guy was cocking things up he was getting things wrong but you're never stuck you're not painted into a corner where you can't escape or you can't do something to get out you just switch up your tactics on the fly you can call in extra support you can call in different weapons and you just have that freedom in the game that you've not had in a Metal Gear Solid game before. Ground Zeroes has come a little way to showing us what we're going to get, but it's nothing on the scale of what I've seen. And I am truly excited for this now. Four weeks can't go soon enough. I can't wait. I I really can't wait either, actually, I think. And it's also, it's going to be the game that that breaks the big summer drought. Um, It is. It is the 1st of September. um, On that Tuesday, it releases worldwide. I want to see the culmination of the story. I want to see where it's going. The latest E3 trailer teased on Font Terrible, which is where we've wanted the game to mm. finish up and close the circle of everything that we're seeing. I've got two concerns. One is the whole Konami situation with Kojima, but I don't think that's going to affect the game. I think that's just going to affect... I think it's too late to affect this game, if I'm honest, but where it goes from here is, is the issue, you know. Um, what what I think a lot of people had hoped for was a remake of Metal Gear or Metal Gear 2 and if that happens now is it going to have the same polish is it going to have the same creative spark yes yeah it's a good question um, and my second concern is the fact it's multi-generation I'm always sceptical about something that is on the old hardware and the new hardware are we getting hamstrung by but then but then Ground Zeroes looked great on the new hardware, played great on the new hardware, did. certainly didn't hold it back. It did, but is there something in the connectivity piece that means you can't do um, what you exactly want to do? The whole buddies idea screams co-op to me, mm. but nothing has been mentioned about it. And from the gameplay videos, it doesn't look like co-op would be there. But drop-in, drop-out co-op like Peace Walker would make this possibly the best game ever. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? it yeah, would. that that would be that would be awesome. Would. Especially if you could, uh, as you say, have one person setting up your your plan B. You know, with your C four in your back and another moving in for the quiet approach, just in case that doesn't work. Yeah, just yeah. having just having that backup. Yeah. <laughs> now, phenomenal. Check out the videos um, of the footage so far. There aren't really any story spoilers or anything in them um, because I was trying to avoid a lot of footage because I don't want to ruin that piece, but. No, this, the gameplay is good. It's definitely worth watching. I can't wait. It's, it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, really excited. 
thank you very much for that, Matthew. Anything more you want to add? No, it, there's so much. I could spend hours talking about detail and then still not convey exactly what I feel about it. It, <laughs> it, it did have me extremely, extremely excited about it. We're really, really stoked for um, the Phantom Pain, but we know the trophy list will already be finalised. We know that. We know that. But if Konami are listening, we want to we want to reach out. We think you can do better than Snake Eaton. So if uh, if you do want to win yourselves, if you're listening and you want to win yourselves a set of Metal Gear Anniversary shot glasses, there's three of them. Uh, as I said, one of them is the MSF logo. One of them is Foxhound, and the other is Snake in a box. Um, it's better than it sounds. And uh, all you need to do is suggest a title for the Phantom Pain Platinum Trophy and uh, tweet us at Codec Moments or drop us a line on Facebook or via email contact hyphen us at codecmoments.com Right. Thanks very much, Matthew. You're welcome. It's been fun. Yes. Um, thanks for taking part in my quiz. Yeah, I feel quite quite ashamed at the poor knowledge there. <laughs> I think you did quite well. And good luck this month with Borderlands the pre-sequel, which you've said that you're going to be using Codec Momentum to finish. Um, uh, Codec momentum to finish. <laughs> yes, I, I will have that done the next by the next time we sit down, um, and I will make sure I tweet to confirm it. Fabulous! And don't forget, if you've got a game that you think, do you know what I should really be finishing that this month? Then drop us a line either at Codec Moments on Twitter, via Facebook, or, or email that we mentioned earlier, and use the hashtag Codec Momentum. And if you think, do you know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise the bar. I'm gonna go one better than you guys. Then if you use the hashtag Platinum Pledge, we will respect you and love you, and we might even find something special for you. All you need to do is. Uh, is drop us a drop us a message and say, look, this is what I want to do. My platinum pledge for this month is tell us the game and then just send us a picture when you finally ding that platinum trophy. And we will be checking the date on it, people. You can't fool us. Oh, no. No. Because um, we're stingy and we're not giving away nothing for free. So uh, anyway, I'll have to bleep that on I <laughs> Yes, you will. Yeah. Yes. Swearing, not allowed. Just creating work for myself. So thanks very much, Matthew, for coming to talk to us about the Phantom Pain and the gameplay. I'm I'm pleased about that. And uh, I think that's it for this month. How does that sound? I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Right, that's it. We'll, uh, we'll be back next month. And uh, until then, have fun. Bye. Bye.